How's it going, Chef? Oh, I've discovered a new favorite television show. Ooh, what's that? It's called Couples Therapy. <laughs> okay. And it is like a documentary style TV show about couples going to therapy. Okay. It's literally as as named. It, that's what it delivers. It's one therapist, um, and she's based in New York, and uh, and it's couples that come to see her, and it's like, I think it's been on like three seasons, and there's probably like nine episodes a season. I watched almost the whole first season in one night. <laughs> <laughs> there's 30 there's 30 minute shows there's like four couples per season mm. and um they you know the they go into the office and they talk to you know the therapist and uh you know there's also some footage of them in their homes um but it's really tastefully done it's documentary style so there's no like talking it's not like reality tv right it, it, it's not reality TV um, style and that there's no point where they are talking to the screen. Like, so I told the therapist, you know what I mean? It's just, you see them talking with the therapist and then maybe you get a little background, a little B roll of them in their apartments, like washing dishes or doing whatever. But it's mostly the most that you hear out of the couples is when they are, talking to the therapist and then you follow the therapist as she goes to her clinical advisor. Cause she's also like an instructor at NYU or something like that. Mm. And she tries to figure out the best way to attack whatever the issues, how to approach the issues that are coming up in each session with each couple and all that kind of stuff. And I love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I'm out here just like, Yelling at him like that's your problem right there. Your mama didn't <laughs> go into it, and uh, yeah, it's it's great. I love it, and it's just it's very well done. The people who filmed it and make it are the same people who made the documentary about Anthony Weiner. Okay, which I loved because Anthony Weiner is one of my favorite um, fuck ups. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite political fuck-ups is Anthony Weiner. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know who the other like three are, but my top two are Anthony Weiner <laughs> and Mark Sanford, who was the guy from South Carolina who said he went missing and he said he was hiking on the Appalachian Trail, but he was really with a mistress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Oh, my God. That guy and his ex-wife and their four. Let me tell you, those – that. <laughs> that whole family was wild, was wild. And uh, and I loved reading about him, even though um, I absolutely hate his politics. Uh, okay. Mark Sanford, Anthony Weiner. I mean, if he could have put his ego and his dick pictures aside, could have been something. But he, yeah. can't, he can't. And so here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're just, you know. My favorite political fuck ups. Anyway, so there's that documentary about him called Wiener. Uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, everyone, you should watch it. It's it's wild to watch. Um, th his whole campaign <laughs> just fell apart and he just kept going as if everything was fine. And he kept letting them record. And I was just like, at no point did you think, hey, man, maybe no. Nope. He kept going. 
kept going. So I signed what I signed, okay? Yeah. I committed and, to this. And so the the TV show, it's on um, Showtime, and it's just called Couples Therapy. And I think they just ended a third season, and that's how I it was brought to my attention. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll, I'll start. Let me watch one of the early shows, and then I can probably just jump into the third. And now I'm like, no, I'm watching every single one of these. <laughs> and the first season was like, 2019 and the oh, first wow, okay. season the first season ends with uh like the beginning of 2020 and how you know now everybody is inside and how she had to do um sessions from home and what that was like because you know now they're getting to see her house or she has to stop them and tell her kids to shut up and like what that was like for everyone involved it was it's fascinating i absolutely love it I is love it. Different it, love couples it. for all the seasons, or like it's uh, it's like four couples for a whole season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you get to see whatever the issues are and kind of ride with them on it, and I it's great because I've also been reading a lot of um, advice columns. Okay. And I don't know if this is just a getting older thing, or I'm living vicariously through these people. Or I just like to judge, but I don't want to do it against people that I love. So I'm going to judge these strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I am getting my life with all of this, ther- this couples therapy, these dear prudence, like letters to slate, like all kinds, ask a manager, whatever the advice columns are in the New York Times, everywhere. I'm reading them all. <laughs> it's an it's an issue but i love it so much is there anything you're learning from uh the show that like you can apply to like a relationship no well first i'd have to get in a relationship <laughs> okay. and, uh, and honestly it's not looking good no? <laughs> no. Nah, it's not looking good. It's not. Um, I wish that would change, but I think I probably have to change a lot about me. There are probably countless things about myself that I am pushing to the side so I can judge this couple and whether or not they need to be together. Like I, <laughs> I'm sure I could use that meant, but it it seems like a lot of work. Um, yeah, <laughs> because I, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not. I don't think I'm at the position or the age where it it's easy to meet people. And then that's just on off rip. That's GP. It's hard to meet folks when you're a little okay. older and then to meet someone with the goal of like finding a special someone, someone to be with that takes a lot of work. And okay. I, I don't know if I want to do that work or if I've ever wanted to do that work. And so here I am watching couples therapy instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. Cause like, I, I guess cause of the latter stipulation you added, cause I feel like with what we do, you meet people nightly, but no. I would assume the latter part, uh, they, they don't fit into that category. Well, no, it's, I don't, I don't know if I meet people, Okay, here's the thing, and you may realize this, but um, after comedy, uh, after you do a, a show and you're there and people come up and they want to tell you what they thought of your show, right? Um, it, the energy is different towards yeah. male comics than female comics. Okay. The energy is different. 
So um, it's uh, if a, a man approaches me after seeing me do comedy, um, more often than not, the conversation is going to end with them asking for tips as to how to do comedy. Oh, okay. Because it's something they've always wanted to do. And I mean, if you're doing it, certainly I could do it. So like, how do you do it? Like, how do I get on this show? I mean, I haven't done comedy, but I'm pretty sure I'd be funny. So that there's that. That's a, a lot of the energy. Um, uh, okay. And, uh, and whereas um, if uh, a woman, and I'm talking very heteronormative right now. Um, right, right. But if... Uh, if a male comedian is approached um, by, say, another, if a straight male comedian is approached or anything by another, by a straight man, it's usually like, yeah, bro, you were funny. Right, right. Right. By a woman, it's like, you were funny. And do you hear the difference there? You yeah, hear the difference? Yeah. One, of them, <laughs> one of them is willing to get naked in front of you because you were funny. Um, and I don't hear that tone and I have had to explain that to, uh, male comedians a few times, like starting out when I, I wasn't even like, I'm maybe like a year or two in the game and I see someone will come up and go, I really thought you were funny. And then they go and talk to a guy and they're like, Oh, and I remember talking to another comedian who was like, Oh, they really love him. And I'm like, well, yeah, they want to fuck him. They don't want to fuck me. <laughs> and the, the guy I'm talking to is like, "What?" And I'm like, "Think of all the times you've been approached, and it's, there's a subtext of like, I'd sleep with you if you keep cracking jokes. Right. I don't, I don't get that because I'm a woman, and so dudes are already a little upset that they even feel like they need to come up and tell me they thought I was funny because they're always going to think they're funnier." And uh, the guy okay. I was talking to was like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." People that I love have said to me, I just don't think women are that funny. After I've started comedy, <laughs> people wow. who support me have been like, I don't even think women are funny. And so I'm like, well, I, I don't know what to tell you, but um, <laughs> we are and we're out here. But uh, so that's not going to be. And also, I don't know if that's the best way to hope to meet somebody. Yeah, that but, I get. Okay. You know, um, but then there's uh, just a, a lot of other work like, Going to, you know, going out with the mindset of I'm trying to meet someone. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't work because I'm not necessarily I feel like I'm not always doing all of the things that you're supposed to do in order to meet someone. I'm just being myself. Right. Um, and I admit I am an odd bird. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You know, I'm not, so you're gonna, and I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little closed off and have only gotten more so as time has gone on. So I'm not, I'm not an easy nut to crack and I'm an odd bird and probably some third metaphor right here. And so <laughs> it's not, uh, it's, it's not necessarily easy. Um, and I may even put off a vibe that I don't need a dude, which is something I've, I've heard that you don't even need a man. Um, I, I, so like as a, as someone that has seen you in comedy settings, mostly. So admittedly, mm -hmm. like I have that, right. Uh, that like extra layer that um, it's only in this place. Mm -hmm. You, 
when I didn't know you as well, you mm-hmm. always gave me the vibe of uh, not that I don't need a dude, but I don't need whatever dude is going to come up to me today. <laughs> like I got a dude at home. That, oh, gotcha. Uh-huh. And, not, and not even dating. It just always felt like I have a real particular set of needs and they're being met. I right. don't need whatever you're going to offer right now. I'm not here for that. I'm here for jokes. Uh, I'm here. I, I'm even here for good convo. But that right. convo is going to lead to a uh, end of a conversation. <laughs> don't bother me with none of this other nonsense. Whatever you think you offering, someone's doing it already. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because no one is doing that. But I also do have the vibe of like, I mean, just don't come with any bullshit, please. I don't want to. Yeah. Please don't do that. And I don't know if people are like, oh, she doesn't. She seems very no nonsense. Um, and I mean, I guess I'm I'm not. Everyone's got nonsense. Yeah. But don't lead with it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I always pictured like, because like, I've given this, these things way too much thought in general. Like, mm-hmm. I always thought like, initially I was like, yo, shy is messing with a dude who is equally busy and like i, I build these characters out oh so sure like, yeah no nope, so I get you that. know so like mm-hmm. i pictured like a dude like uh mid 40s black dude um looks good with a haircut but doesn't get his hair cut often <laughs> that working. sounds right that's me hell you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean uh, <laughs> and he's like one of the like he's like the stocky dudes that's like they could lift heavy shit, but they never go to the gym. I don't know how they right. achieve that, but they got that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And he has like, uh, he has a drink that he orders that's like real particular that like, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, I should try that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, <laughs> so yeah, like I feel like I had this picture in my head of that dude. Right. And okay. Like, and like to me, it was like if I met him with you, it would be like super coincidental because like uh shout like if you told me about him, it'd be like, oh yeah, this is the, this guy. You would never say boyfriend or man. It would That's just be funny. like this is who um this is who I see on third Tuesdays right. of the month. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and we both like fit that into our schedule. And right. then we go back to doing what we're doing. Outside of that, he's in my, like, he's in my WhatsApp. Like, we talk. We're in a group chat. Right. But, like, yeah. That's, that's kind of the vibe funny. I got. Oh, all right. Well, that's a very particular vibe. I appreciate yeah. the attention to detail. Amen. I do. Hey, I built character, shot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, mostly it's just me and um, YouTube and uh, couples therapy now um, is what I do. And I'm not uh, – I mean, it is sad. It's not sad. It is a little disappointing uh, that I've gone uh, this long, and I'm like, oh, wow, no real serious – boyfriend but i mean i also know that it takes work i'm seeing that it takes work yeah i don't know if i want to do the work um and uh and so it's like well then maybe i just don't maybe i just don't know this then maybe that's not that's not something that i i get to know um because i feel like i'm not going to be good at the work Mm. (laughs) because i'm a particular way so even if i did the work the work is going to be so 
not the assignment that is like, well, you might as well just not do the work, girl, because you're not going to get it with this assignment. Like, what is this? This is you doing the work? And I'm like, all right, that's fair. So, and also it's a, it's a wild uh, thing of like low self-esteem and also very high, I think, self-esteem that it's an odd mix. That is usually what fuels comedy anyway, where I'm just like, I, I, I want, I'm like, why can't someone just find what I'm do? Why can't someone just be into what I'm doing? Like, right. why do I have, that's why I don't want to do the work. Cause I'm like, why do I have to change anything in any way to, to snag a man? Like, why can't I just be me? And then just whoever gets that, then congratulations. You've won the gift of me, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. that's worth. Um, but I don't know. I think everyone is expecting a little, some level of some sort of game, and I'm not good at those. So I'm just like, eh, y'all, y'all have that. I'll That's be fine. Fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrible at the at like, like I feel like I'm a bad example for this because like, um, I met Gabby from like pure luck and geography. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was real like lucky that like you know i i'm compatible with my best friend's sister (laughs) you know that's really what it was and everything you're like describing like admittedly like like everything that i really enjoy i Mm -hmm. i feel gabby specifically hates okay like i don't think she would do any of those things if it wasn't for the fact that i i needed to do them I, i know i know i would bet money that she would have gone to like two comedy shows her whole life. Right. If it right. was up to her. Um, I don't think she would have ever looked at belly. I don't think she ever would have watched paid in full. And I know mm-hmm. we've watched it like 40, 50 times. Right. You know, <laughs> I don't think she ever would have wanted to see that movie. Um, she's not really social. You've seen her at parties. She's like, she'll, she's cordial. She'll say right. what's up. She'll talk to people, but like, she's not like, Oh, let me mingle. That's not her energy. Right, and you know I respect I mean? it. I, as as the same kind of person, I absolutely respect it. Yeah, she she yeah. she she says hi to people. She knows they matter to me. She'll make it a point to be like, "Oh, this is like you know, I appreciate you as a person. You mm-hmm. deal with him too. I know, I know it's a lot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I know she gives off that like vibe to people, but mm-hmm. like all of that is counter to me. I, right, I'm, I'm none of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I feel like we work. Because we've learned to look at the things that we don't like in each other as, oh, that's cute. Instead of like, I don't like it. Right. That's okay. really it. Like, I yeah, feel yeah, like, because yeah. I'm the same way. Like, if I really sit, I don't give a fuck about plants. I don't care about <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> like, none of that shit matters to me. You know what I mean? At all. Right, right. But like, you know, and like, I despise how long it takes her to decide what she wants for dinner. Even sure. though she figures it out for the kids instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't eat leftovers. That blows my mind. So it's like a <laughs> new thing every day. But like when I'm in it, like it's like, oh, that's adorable. That's just a weird thing. You know, that's like so if funny. I heard that, I'll be like, yeah, I can't handle this nonsense. But I'm in it. And it's like, that's cute that, you know, I got a like we we cook dinner for the family, but I got to go out and buy you a McFlurry because you that's what you want today. Right, right. You know, I I legitimately find it like like quaint in a weird right. way. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
it's yeah. what, what I it's what I would complain about if we were fighting. Sure. Like admittedly, like like yeah, you just free, I had to go out and they ain't had the nuts for the for the freaking ice cream. So I had to make two stops, shot. Like <laughs> you know, but overall, like I view it in a good light. Right. And I think right. that's why it works. But I, well, I, I don't I never found the the compatible thing. We uh us I think we binge watch the same terrible shows. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, we don't agree on much. Right, we, don't wanna, yeah. I li- we live in Brooklyn. She don't want to live here. I want to live here forever. We right, don't yes. dress the same. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to talk more Spanish. She wants to eat more vegetables. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, love that those are your two things. I'm just like, I'll never. I'll never. Never. Never, Sha. Uh, she constantly wants the house at like 81 degrees. I want mm-hmm. like 69. Oh, boy. That's going to. That'll be, I mean, just the idea of like, oh, would I really have to, I already know whoever I end up, if I end up with anyone, yeah, um, that we're going to have separate bedrooms. Like that's just going to have to mm. be a thing only because I can't see at this point, like I try to keep it age appropriate, which means that it's going to be someone around my age, which means there are going to be a lot of little things that they do that are it's like built in. Built in, can't can't change them. No, I'll I'll try to change it for you. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. We both at this point in life, we know this is what we like. We ain't changing shit, and yeah. I that's fine. Um, so probably separate bedrooms. Do you know what I mean? If I even live with a person at all, we may just have to be on the same block or something. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, that would be fire. Yo, real just, talk. Y'all buy the building together. You each get your own floor. Right. Right. Exactly. Just something like that. You know, like outside of the box a little bit. But I mean, I can't even I don't I don't even really do well, like just meeting people in general. You know what I mean? And so I'm not necessarily as outgoing as maybe I would need to be. But I also I'm like, there are plenty of shy people who meet folks all the time. What if we like sign you up for like axe throwing or some shit? Oh, um, no, like different like activities like that. Well, now that means I'm quiet, but I know how to throw an axe. <laughs> it's a conversation I, starter, Sha. I, I guess. I don't know if that's a selling point. Like, <laughs> why do you already know how to throw an axe? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of icebreakers for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure. I guess we'll figure it out. I I'll guess I'll it. figure it out. So, you know, in the meantime, couples therapy is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Check that shit out. Uh, yeah. And also, if uh, if you're that weird dude I described earlier, holla at shot, you know? <laughs> Real specific niche, but I think you out there. It's you probably very, listen to the show. Maybe, maybe. Just don't send me your dick. There's someone who keeps sending me their dick. I don't yeah. want it. I don't want it. No. Stop it. Please. I, that is um does that work like for real? I don't think so. That can't be. I don't think so. I mean the odds are, but you know what? Maybe they view it in the same way that dudes view like asking women out, where it's just like a numbers game, right? <laughs> or just like, oh, she said no, but I like that one, so I'll try this one, and you just keep going and keep going. And maybe they're like, I don't know, maybe if I put my dick in the rotation, that might that might be a variable that works, but it's uh, for me, it is not. I do not. I do not want to see a picture of your, first of all, six, seven years in a porn store. 
I'm still tired of seeing pictures of them. Still. <laughs> that was so long ago, and I'm still just like, oh, this again. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I see a picture of your dick, I'm kind of like, what section do I file this away in? <laughs> so... You're not excited how you're thinking about work, okay? Yeah, yeah. You've taken me to another place now. Yeah, oh, so, man. you know, but, I mean, I guess use everything in your arsenal, but you kind of know how to, Okay. I guess, you know. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the news. Let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> I kicked it off. Uh, Martin's Potato Rolls are being boycotted over an executive's donation to a far-right candidate. Uh, calls to boycott Martin's famous potato rolls and bread are growing across the country after the executive chairman's massive donations to a far-right candidate were brought to light. In 2021, Jim Martin, uh, the executive chair and former president of Martin's, donated more than $100,000 to Pennsylvania GOP gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano, a far-right candidate who has been backed by former President Donald Trump and has helped advance Trump's uh, election fraud claims. Mastriano was also pictured outside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Uh, the day of the insurrection and was questioned by the FBI last year about his role in the events. Uh, Martin's contribution was one of Mastriano's largest donations received in 2021 uh, campaign finance record show. Uh, the news recently surfaced via local news site. Billy Penn um, has traveled through the food world, uh -oh. which is, yo, that's, that's the squad right there, which is long upheld Martin uh, potato roll as the ideal bun for burgers and hot dogs. I agree. Yeah. Uh, now, many are calling for restaurants and customers to boycott the brand. That's a shame. Is there a, I mean, is there another well-known potato bread brand that we can go to? Arnold's, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. This hurts. Because, yeah. like, it's not just that they make, like, a really dope bread. They, like, uh, if you really enjoy, a, like, a niche burger, they probably supply them. Yeah. Like, I know they do Shake Shack. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if if you enjoy a burger, uh, because and like the bread, it's usually them. Like they they make a noticeably better bun. Um, I know they did like daily deliveries to Barclays when I used to work. Uh, the sure, right over there. Sure. So like, uh, yeah, that that would hurt. Like they what they do is dope. It, it they expire insanely quick. That's always been my only complaint about it. Yeah, like, but they they give you a bunch because I think they're <laughs> they're always the only time I really see them. Like, I never see them, like, hanging out on top of someone's fridge or anything like that. Yes. But I always see them at every, like, cookout when right. you are doing when you're doing numbers. You know what yeah. I mean? You're churning out a lot of them because I feel like they're packaged in a way where it's not just like eight. I feel like it's always like 16 <laughs> or more. <laughs> like you buy a gross of them or something. And, and they, then you they go got to a good cookout. business bottle. Yeah. yeah. And so those are like the ones where I'm like, oh, yeah, I trust this bread or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, the shelf life is crazy. The I remember the Martins dude that uh used to deliver with us. He was like, "Yeah, they go stale like three days." Oh wow! Like it's like fast. Like it's noticeable the difference. Mm. But they're incredible. They taste good. Damn, man, man. got boycott all these man. Yeah, I mean, if honestly, if we really like sat down and listed all the places that we need to boycott because of political decisions and. Uh, societal decisions and that kind of stuff. I don't know if we'd be able to eat or drink <laughs> or, eat or drink or wear things or watch things like, you know, it's, it's rough. 
that, you know, you kind of have to, it, it sucks that you have to pick and choose like, well, all right. Giving money to this dude that Trump likes, is that as bad as, you know, you have to like <laughs> decide. That's not right. Yeah. It's not Luckily, right. Luckily I, I don't cook enough burgers or hot dogs. So this is not an issue for me. <laughs> but the minute somebody, whoever owns Thomas's English muffins, if they do anything sideways, I am fucked. That would hurt. That would hurt. That's that's seventy two percent of my diet. Thomas <laughs> <laughs> an English muffin. Do you do so, the when you cut them? You do the fork thing. I I go ahead and just cut it. I use the fork split like to start to go in there, but then I just go ahead and cut it in half. Um, cause sometimes the fork split thing, it breaks in a weird way. Yeah. And I want to make sure I don't have like a sliver of, of a <laughs> English muffin as a top and then a real bottom heavy other side. So yeah, I'll go ahead and cut just to make sure. Yeah. I got, I got big on the fork split after I saw like a video. I was like, okay, I see the nuance. I, I did a, I did a, a video where somebody showed me how to make, uh, like a, a egg sandwich. I mm-hmm. forget what it was called. What kind of egg? Um, I think it was like over easy or something. Okay. No, hot, like uh, I think hollandaise sauce. Was that it? Oh, what? Like eggs Benedict? Yeah, eggs Benedict. Okay. He showed me how to make a, a sandwich with eggs Benedict and uh, Canadian bacon. But yeah, we did the English muffin. I had to do it that way. Right. And like the chef explained it to me. So I was like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up, my with the fork split, that's how I would do it. And then as I got older and I was just like, these are splitting funny, you know, you get a batch where they're all just like a, a little top hat on top of all the, and I'm like, this is no, this is like a, a sandwich at Subway. Do you remember Subway when they used to just cut out like a little, tri- the tiny little triangle mm-hmm. and then they put all the food on top of like damn near a whole loaf of bread and then put that little <laughs> triangle on top like ta-da! And you're like, that's not evenly distributed at all. How am I supposed to eat this crap? No, nah, man. <laughs> Why am I eating a sandwich with a spoon? Okay. Yeah, what is this? Now I need a... Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, my pop's like, uh, he got tight. He's like, I didn't order a chicken pot pie. Okay? I ordered a sandwich. <laughs> right. Okay? You don't make a um, hole in my loaf of bread? Cut it in half. Oh man. Yeah, um, was, I think I think they've stopped they've since stopped doing that, but I mean they did it for so long and I'm like, I know you know people hate this. <laughs> yeah, he was in New York in particular, he was like offended as a former bodega owner. He's like, This yeah. is not how you do this. This is not at all. I I, I definitely um uh, yeah. Anyways. In the meantime, uh Cossum King's Hawaiian. Yes, you know I mean? <laughs> do that. Always do that. <laughs> I don't think they've done anything grimy, uh, and uh, they make pretty good buns too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trump's Air Force One plan has a paint problem, among other issues. That's right. Two new Air Force One jets currently being built by Boeing are facing costly delays. Now there is a new potential problem to contend with: the paint job that former President Donald Trump ordered. Uh, Trump had criticized the jet's current color scheme, which has changed little since the Kennedy administration particularly the light blue stripe uh, that runs the length of the plane. Trump instead wanted red, white, and dark blue uh, as the palette that more closely matches the colors of the U.S. flag. But it turns out the darker blue, which some observers say is similar to the color scheme on one of Trump's personal planes, 
poses challenges to the military plane's sophisticated electronic system that ensures the president can stay in secure communication with officials on the ground, even Wait, in the case of a nuclear attack. Hold on. Why is Trump ordering? What is this? Is this old? Why do we care what he wants on the plane? Because <laughs> he ordered it before he bounced. Okay. Oh, so, so they're still making it? They're making it right now. Like, it's, it's getting done. He ordered it, like, on some, like, yo, and uh, put that on my tab shit, and he bounced. All right. So, <laughs> all right. I'm just trying to understand. So, he ordered this shit, and then he was asked to leave the restaurant before the de- before it was ready. Right. And now Joe Biden is here. Yep. Why do we care what Trump wanted on the plane if he's not here to accept the plane? Uh, yo, he put the order in. I'm with you. Like, I feel like at this point, it's like, because the president, once they leave, they don't get a plane, right? They don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He tried. I think this is like part of your legacy, though. Like, you could like switch up the plane situation for future presidents. So he was trying to switch up the color schemes. Honestly, a little surprised that he didn't just want it to be gold and white. Oh man! So I, so now that all right, so the dark blue is a problem. Yeah, and I feel like they should just go look at Joe Biden and go, "Hey man, this dude wanted dark blue, but we can't really do that because they're gonna find you in the in the in the sky and they're gonna shoot you down." Can we go back to the color of blue that like keeps you alive? And I Not bet me. Biden will go, "Huh? What? Yeah, sure." And yeah. I yeah, and then they could just do that. That's it. Just run that back. It's been working. You know what I mean? 70 years we've had planes. Not a single president gets shot out of one. That's true. That's true. No matter what Harrison Ford would have you believe. (laughs) Oh, man. Yo, how are you causing problems this fall after? Yo, it's been. Uh, On something that has nothing to do with you, man. You ain't going to get on these planes again. I will see (laughs) to it. You ain't getting on these planes ever again. (laughs) Oh, man. This This is so silly to me. Oh That's my god. Wild. Really, truly wow. Okay. Yo. <laughs> I am truly surprised that there's no gold though. I really am surprised that he didn't want like <laughs> want gold accents or yeah, like the bottom of it to be gold or like just red, just blood red. Just a red <laughs> plane. Match my ties when I get off of this truck. <laughs> just okay? real weird. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, that's mm. Trump. Yeah, don't special. give him. Yeah, vote. Don't give him what he fucking wants. He's not here anymore at all. Yeah, just switch and it up. If, if it's a problem, then go with what is safer. Don't listen to that dude. Why are we paying attention to what he he trying to order some shit and then leave the restaurant without paying, bruh? Nah. <laughs> How did y'all let him convince y'all of this back then? Like, well, yeah, when did he put in the request for this? Was this like a, well, I'm going to be back here anyway yeah. for, round, for round two. And then after that, I'm just going to give it to my son. So, yeah, let's just just go on and do it all up. <laughs> Further analysis concluded darker colors, among other factors, on the underside of the VC-25B aircraft might contribute to temperatures exceeding the current qualification limits of a small number of components. Why do we let this get, get this far, B? 
It should have yeah. been like a simple, like, nah, like we don't nah. do that color. We're, oh, he's he's not president anymore? Okay, Biden, what do you want on the plane? That's it. You want anything? Cool. Just show we'll him a just, palette. Just show him a palette. These are the six, like, colors you could pick from, homie. These are, these are the shades of blue that work. Which That's one it. do you prefer? Yo, done deal. What are we doing? Come on. Yeah, none of y'all been in sales, B? Offer them three options. <laughs> that's it, B. Let them pick, homie. And that's it. And that's all you can do. That's all you can do. You that's can pick. You I'll can let do. you pick whichever one you want. We got to be from these three. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Report says uh, sales of international, of internal combustion vehicles, pardon me, uh, now in uh, permanent decline. Uh, sales of non-plug-in internal combustion-powered vehicles peaked in 2017, according to a report by industry and that, um, analysts uh, at Bloomberg New Energy Finance, and have been in permanent decline since then. As sales of plug-in hybrid and electric vehicles increase, sales of plug-in vehicles are also expected to triple their current levels by 2025, according to the report. Uh, most importantly, the market is shifting from being driven primarily by policy to one where organic consumer demand is the most important driving factor. Uh, in 2025, the global auto industry will sell 20.6 million plug-in vehicles, according to the report, compared to 6.6 million this year. Uh, sales of purely internal combustion-powered vehicles will project to still make up the majority of car sales uh, at that time, uh, but they will have decreased overall. Isn't it wild that we're in this moment? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just, I mean, is this what it felt like when they, when they got rid of the horses, <laughs> you know, and the first <laughs> model, model T or whatever came rolling down where people just like, huh, well, let me get one of those. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let me give one of those a shot. I'm going to give him yeah. a month, see how it looks. And then, you know, we'll go ahead. We'll phase out the horse. And <laughs> like, it's just oh, kind of wild to be in, the, especially if, you know, like you're on the cusp, you're older, you're on the cusp of just like, oh, you're about to move into like older, not out of touch, but just like, yeah, we don't, we ain't doing it like that anymore. And deciding how to feel about that. Like, that's all I could think when I read about how <laughs> internal combustible engines are like on a decline. And I'm like, we ain't doing gas no more. Nah, ain't no more. Old. Ain't no more. I got to get a hybrid, but baby, how do I plug my, my car in? And I didn't have any, I don't know. I got to call a younger person and ask them to help me plug my car in. Like that's what I'm just thinking of trying to make that shift and what that's like to just be in this moment. It's just, it's a little wild. Yeah. If you really like let it sink in, just like, holy crap, I may, you know, if I eat more vegetables, I may live long enough to see <laughs> like the gas situation completely change for Straight cars. Up. That's wild. Yeah. My next car is definitely electric. I've like settled on that already. Yeah. I was going to ask you like what, you know, what, what do you think would, how are you leaning? Will you go yeah. with what you've always known or are you going to, are you going to go I, try to go full electric? I love gas cars. I like how they feel when they drive every electric car I've driven. Um, mm -hmm. They're smooth in a way that I don't like. Right. Um, they just don't. I, I don't feel like I'm driving a car. I feel like. Yeah. Like I'm you're on a monorail a game or something. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't enjoy it, but I, 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 like I said, I, uh, I spent 90 something dollars this week 
loading up mm. my tank of gas. So I don't need to like that shit no more. You know, yeah. <laughs> like at that price, be like, that's I'm gonna be dropping four or five racks on mm-hmm. gas. Nah, right. Nah, yeah, no. Mm-mm. You can plug that shit in. We good. Yeah, absolutely, you know I mean? absolutely. I could steal electricity. You know, what I mean. <laughs> I <can. laughs> I'll find places to plug my shit in for free. All right. I'm not sure that's the lesson we're trying to <laughs> impart, but okay. Okay. You all see me with a USB port at McDonald's charging up my car. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that dude been here for 18 hours with one coffee. You damn right. Yeah. You know I mean, but my BMW running. <laughs> you know, let's go. <laughs> oh man. And <laughs> finally, uh, at 17, uh, uh, a winner of the uh, youngest family winner at McDonald's. No, pardon me. At 17, she was her family's breadwinner on a McDonald's salary. Now she's gone into space. That's right. A uh, rocket built by Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin uh, carried its fifth group of passengers to the edge of space, including the first ever Mexican-born woman to make such a journey. Uh, the 60-foot-tall suborbital, suborbital uh, rocket uh, took off from Blue Origin's facilities in West Texas and 926 AM vaulting a group of six people to more than 62 miles above the earth's surface, which is widely deemed to make the boundary of outer space uh, and giving them a few minutes of weightlessness before parachuting to the landing. Uh, Most of the passengers paid an undisclosed amount uh, for their seats, but Katya uh, uh, an engineer and science uh, communicator from, Guadalajara, Mexico, was selected by a nonprofit called Space for Humanity to join this mission from a pool of thousands of applicants. The organization's goal is to send exceptional leaders to space and allow them to experience uh, the overview effect, a phenomenon frequently reported by astronauts who say that viewing the Earth from space give them a profound shift in perspective. Bomb. Huh. All right. So... That's far enough for the earth to look like a marble. Yeah, I would guess so. Or at the very least to like see the whole circle. Yeah. 62 miles. Yeah. Oh. I, 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 I would assume you can see that it's a circle or like you can okay. see that it's a ball. All right. Huh? Because I, I don't know. I felt like you need to get further up for it to, <laughs> for it to really make a difference. <laughs> but cause you know, Jeff Bezos, he's just been, slingshotting people to the parking lot of outer space so oh man he trying yo yeah that's what it feels like when they're just like we were on uh blue origin i feel like it's just like six people in one big pocket of a slingshot and they just pull it back and then let it go (laughs) and then you're like whoa and then you gotta come on down with your parachute or whatever but i mean whatever works i guess 62 miles that's a lot i haven't done it uh, but give it time, I guess. I'm with this. Like, this is one of the first like good stories I've heard. Yeah, yeah, about that's the whole true. space thing. You know, like I'm, I'm excited. Uh, someone that's like passionate about this field is studying it. It's someone mm-hmm. of the people. It wasn't just like celebrities and uh, um, you know, people that you know are going to take over. Which, and this is a morbid, terrible thing for me to say, and I probably shouldn't say, but. Uh, when it comes to shooting everyday people up into space, so far Bezos is kind of doing better than NASA. 
maybe in that regard. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> little bit, maybe, you know. Oh, I mean, man. granted, they're not going as far up, but I mean. <laughs> Yo, shots to Bezos to every man. <laughs> you know. The people's no. advocate, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. If you if would I, like. Oh, no. If you'd like me to shut up talking about space, <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Four stars. He's going to keep bringing you these articles. Okay. <laughs> Five stars. We going to double down anyway, because that's just what we do. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's already uh, what we, what we've planned. It's kind so. of the brand. Yeah. It's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any articles you'd like us to cover, uh, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram. At Silky Jumbo at Gastron Monte. With all that said, I will be the first Dominican in space. Gastron Monte. Let's do it. I'm out here. Put it out I there in the, in the ether. Can't wait to see you waving that flag around. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to be so loud. So <laughs> loud. <laughs> oh, man. Always with the uh, safely at home watching me for rooting yep. for me. Shalay, what's up? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That is fair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a space bound, ver- uh, bound version of the war report. I can't wait to record uh, from space. I'm going to schedule it <laughs> uh, during the same time as the episode record. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been a bonus episode of the war report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.